0: There's
1: one. Set
0: for stun. Three guys sitting in a dark room that smells like bad cucumbers. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Inconceivable! Now featuring 11. 11 listeners. This is the unique peak. You slimy scumbag got on your face and give me 25.
1: This is the unique peak. And, yeah, no, we're not going to do that. Hi, this is Lee. This is a 50 Days of Dragon Con podcast, and I am not going to do that really big, long and, because, first of all, I can't get as loud as John on that, and I can't hold it as long as John does. So, you know, there you are. But this is Lee, it's Dragon Con, and we're so excited. 50 Days of Dragon Con, we cannot believe it. We are under 20, way under 20 right now. That gets a little nerve wracking, but um, I've been seeing a lot of action on Facebook in a lot of the groups where people are like, when will the app be updated? When will the app be updated? And guess what? The app should be updated whenever it's updated for the first time. And guess what? You used, I'm one of those people who's like, you used to have to come and get a paper app right at con to figure out what you wanted to do. So I am one of those old people going, get off my lawn about What are, what's, when are all the panels going to be, but it should be out soon. And it, 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 when it is, have fun with it. But if you keep talking about it, you have, every time you say, when will the app be updated on Facebook, you have to take a drink. And I'm not saying it has to be an alcoholic drink, but if it's not an alcoholic drink, it has to be a really big drink, you know, like a gallon or a quart or something. (laughs) So you drink that sucker down and then you're like having to go to the bathroom and you have to pee and you have to think about why did I even ask about the app being updated? Because it'll get updated when it gets updated. <laughs> and the person you hear giggling in the back is Rain, who is the director of the science track. And- nope, nope. 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 Space. I said science. Space. It's another S. Space, uh, <laughs> who is the director of the space track. And Rain, you know, we all think about it. We all wonder, how do those astronauts pee up in space? And let us just all be honest, everybody wonders, right?
0: Hey, you know what? We explained this. We had Richard Garriott, the first year Mm -hmm. that he came and talked on Space Track. He literally went through the entire process in both ways. He was as graphic as you can get talking about how you go to the bathroom in space. So we've got it.
1: That is just really <laughs> odd to me, but hey, whatever. Um, but no, we all wonder, because I'm like, it's zero gravity and all that. But hi, Rain. Hi, wow. Lily. Can you believe we're, we're, under, we're under 20 days now? Okay, you ready? don't
0: make my stress levels any higher okay, than they already are. Gonna, yeah, no more stress, <laughs> no more stress.
1: But y- space. So what is the space track at DragonCon?
0: Okay, space track at DragonCon is real is, is the best way I describe it. Um, I, I don't do, hi, let's talk about star Wars and, and how it's like space. Um, I don't do sci-fi books and, and, and all of that. I do, hi, I've got a real astronaut this year who spent time on the ISS and on the shuttle, Uh, has done spacewalks. And I have people who have come and work on missions from the Jet Propulsion Laboratory or have uh, worked in the main office up in NASA or uh, astronomers who are looking at black holes and, you know, studying all the different planets. And yeah, so everything I'm doing and all the people I have, they actually Mm -hmm. work within the space industry in some way, shape or form.
1: That is very cool. And it is because now this this, uh, you guys, what? Fifteen years ago, did we start like a science and you first started as science and space, and then it was like, wow, that is a lot of information. Break mm-hmm. them apart. So in two thousand eight, two thousand eight,
0: okay. we split the we split the tracks.
1: So two thousand eight, you split, and what? It was five. That would be ten years, eleven today, mm-hmm. 11, eleven this year. years. and then what? It was a couple years before that when they were still together. So
0: wow, that's a lot of space and science. This and is all that this real is. Stuff. This is year 17 for me. Wow. I started because we started Space and Science Track in 2003. It was mm-hmm. going to shut down if, if, and if anybody remembers Johnny X, um, uh, if mm-hmm. Johnny X hadn't taken it over and I had just met him about six months beforehand and he looked at me wow. one day and said, you're going to be my second at Dragon Con. And I went, your second what? what
1: you only there are only two of us what does that mean yeah
0: i i had never even been to dragon con before that really i have never done anything at dragon con other than work it
1: that yeah that's a heck of a baptism (laughs) by fire um you got it you got it there but what i love about the space and and we start to skeptics uh before this and we're unfortunately not going to be able to get the science because we had real life stuff and and confusing schedules but I love that we have these on there. I love that we have, we're really talking hard science because everything we're talking about has some, you, you talk about everything that has a basis and that is so important. You know, we need to remember what a warp. Yeah. Warp 10 sounds great, but what does it really mean? So Mm -hmm. I know you've done stuff like that. Now you've got, okay. I am very, very jealous I grew up wanting to be an astronaut <laughs> believe it or not there was a period where I really wanted to be an astronaut my husband would still be an astronaut if he could but you got a real astronaut I and I am too that is so cool so the real
0: astronaut who you got his name is dr. Stephen Robinson mm-hmm. and he sort of dropped into the track without any real effort um awesome. I got contracted uh, contacted excuse me by mm-hmm. um a space scientist from University of California, Davis, mm-hmm. and she and she told me she and four other people, one of them who is at Georgia Tech, were working on um, a project that is funded by NASA to help with new materials that will help uh, shield from radiation. Wow. And okay. I went, This sounds really cool. I'd love to yeah. do this, especially we got somebody local, whatever. So she sends yeah. me the list of the four people who would be coming, because of course we have to get approval and everything. Yep. And I'm going, give me a little bit of information. And then she says, and then there's Dr. Stephen Robinson who used to be an astronaut. And I went, Okay, you're coming. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, there we go. You're coming. He did he's done what did I read? Four, four he, Yeah, uh,
0: he's he yeah, he's gone up four times. And I mean, he's his wow. first his first space shuttle was STS-85. And then mm. his last space shuttle was STS-130. So he really did a gamut. I mean, back when, when 85 was going, there was no space station.
1: Right. And STS, I, I kind of it's remember just the it's
0: shuttle. It's just the shuttle designation.
1: Yeah, it's the shuttle designation. So that was the not the 85th
0: shuttle I mean well it yes no, it... it is it it, it it gets complicated because okay. it's the it's the 80 supposedly the 85th shuttle mission mm-hmm. but sometimes because of different things that happen you have a mission that goes before the mission yeah. whose number is after it, it I mean it, it does get confusing you yeah. know so um, it
1: doesn't mean the shuttle went up 85 times but he was on
0: four Well the shuttle, the shuttle went up 136 shuttle went up 136 times right that but, is
1: amazing. Yeah. I can't believe 136. Now that I mm-hmm.
0: think wow. I remember S- the first one and then yeah, okay. So sorry, but ST no, That's okay. STS 95 mm-hmm. was one of the missions that that Dr. Robinson was on and he went up with astronaut John Glenn when <gasps> John Glenn was 77.
1: Oh, when John Glenn did it again. Oh, that is so cool. Oh (laughs) Oh. okay. Now I have a new panel I wanna go to if I ever have (laughs) if I have an hour in in that. And
0: so we know he's five thirty on Sunday. Five thirty on Sunday uh, in the Crystal Ballroom. And all
1: times and Everything else is tentative until you uh, Tushy's in the seat and the panel's going on. So watch the app when it updates around. (laughs) Do it every day in con. It'll ask you to do that. So, but yeah, that'll be great. And then he's doing
0: two more panels for you. I mean, that's his big one, but then some other ones. Yeah. He is. He is. Um, This is the first time that one of the astronauts, because I've had astronauts before, other Mm -hmm. than Richard Garriott, who in Richard Garriott has always been fabulous, um, who literally is just going to be a regular panelist on two separate panels. Uh, One of the, one of them is the one that he's doing with his, um, his group talking about their, their, the special radiation type of of, uh, prevention they're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And his other one um, now that great, I'm trying to remember which one he's going to join at the last minute. Uh, That's it, is I, that, I know how that works. Yeah. Yeah. My brain is just going crazy. Oh. Was it, was it space? Actually it is, it is a really cool. It's the first time I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, I have never done a whole two hour panel before. Oh and wow. So on Saturday morning, people mm-hmm. who really don't want to go and fight the crowds for the parade, yeah, you can come down to space track. And actually mm-hmm. that again should be in the crystal ballroom and we are going to talk about how to colonize a planet. That and Dr. Is- Robinson will be a part of that as mm-hmm. well. And oh, we've wow. just got a whole group of I mean, we've got um doctors and you know uh neurologists and lawyers, um, just we've got a whole gamut of people to Go into all the things that might go into how you colonize a planet, you know, in in Star Trek and all these other, it's like you have some government that's gone in and said, okay, you know, we're going to take over this planet and we are our own world, we're our own government or whatever, you know, can that be done, Mm. you know, can can a, a Native American group, you know, again, go back to Star Trek take off and decide that they're going to colonize a planet and, you know, yep. it will just be them. Uh, so it's, it's sort of, can it be run by a private corp- corporation? It, it, there, yep. there's all these types of things and then, you know, the how and the why, and you know, how do you come yep. and go and who owns what? And yeah, so we're going to talk and about that's,
1: that. And that's, that's interesting because there is that show on, that I know may not be perfect, but there is a show on about Mars and how we've set up a station there. And then there are, companies that are coming and doing stuff and you're like, wait a minute, hold on. Yeah. that is Babylon really interesting. 5 had that too. Babylon 5 had that too. So yeah, <laughs> what comes around goes around. That's goes awesome. Around. Um, yeah. Yeah. And actually the expanse, is done. a lot of them have done it because it is colonizing is a big deal. I mean, it it's is. how to do that. So I also want to say now, one of the things that had to go away at one point was the telescope. But it what about the telescopes?
0: Because well, people they love to know. We do. We we did have them, and they were there last year. Yeah. But Stephen Ramsden, who has been so fabulous to us since like 2008, um, is he didn't give up his Charlie Bates Society, which is which is the the charity he started running. He yeah. morphed it into something um, a little different that doesn't have to do with solar astronomy. It still has to do with the sun. Um, so technically his group is not going to be there, although an offshoot of his group is Ben Jenkins, who is, um, one of my longtime volunteers and he is bringing telescopes Mm -hmm. and he's going to have a lot of the, a a similar setup. It won't be exactly the same, but it'll be a very similar setup and it will be in the same place as it was last year. And so as long as the sun is there and we can do it, we are still having solar astronomy. That is very
1: cool. And, that's it, guys. You get to look at things during day and night, and it's different, and it's really it amazing is. when you see that. So do 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 that. That's kind of awesome. Um. So what and about we've got, um, we've got
0: our live we've got our live solar astronomy at night. I mean live nighttime astronomy as well going on. Oh, that always done. starts at like midnight and goes until like until we fall over. <laughs> Okay,
1: yeah, I'm not gonna be there at midnight. I, we've made jokes about it. I I gotta go night night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love. I, I wanted to go back to the colonization for a second because I'm mm-hmm. actually in X track, uh, which is the fictional side of all of this. Yep. I, um, doing a a a panel on, you know, if aliens did come down, you know, would we welcome them? Would they be inclusive or ex- Would they be included or excluded? And mm-hmm. I think it's a really interesting topic as we talk about colonization so you can go and talk about how would colonization come and then we can come and talk about some of the more social and theoretical ethical kind of thoughts about that too so yay that's awesome yeah
0: see well that's the thing dragon con covers everything in one way or another yes it does remember (laughs)
1: Thirty plus fan tracks. Okay, at that's least. at least At thirty plus. I don't. I think it's thirty six or thirty five or something. Mm-hmm. So amazing! You can find something to do if you say you're bored at Dragon Con. You're not trying. You're not. You're not even. <laughs> you're not even walking around. Trust me, or even looking up because just watching people can be fun too at DragonCon.
0: Oh, you really? What is it? Saturday uh, night times at the Hyatt, uh, or you
1: just sit the on that second.
0: Well, yeah. the Marriott now, Marriott. too.
1: Marriott now, too. So you got them all. Just just go in the Marriott or the Hyatt. It'll be great. So now what about um? I am a big person about raising the next generation or even the third or fourth generation of geeks and nerds. Mm-hmm. What are you guys doing for anything with kids?
0: Okay. Well, always, you know, solar astronomy is always kid mm-hmm. friendly. So definitely yeah. that. Um, but we've been doing for a number of years now a kid space workshop. And I'm um, going back to something that the kids loved to do. And so it's okay. going to be available this year. You literally make your own little robot. They're called um, <gasps> bristle bots or, or, or brush bots. And, Ooh. um, you know, you put the pieces together and then you can decorate them and fix them up so they look really funny. And then they just sort of wiggle around and move around and and you get to keep those. And those are always fun. Um Yeah, they made have- those.
1: I wanted to say they. My son got into robotics for a while, and they used to make these little itty bitty things, microbots, uh-huh. and they looked like bugs.
0: <laughs> they kind of do.
1: Yeah, you turn them on, and it was like, and I was like, I will get you one, but so help me, if all of a sudden I see this thing coming at me, I'm stomping <laughs> on it before I'm wondering if it's a toy or a really big spider. So, well,
0: the ones that we do are just are, very cute.
1: Oh, they are very. cute. I, I thought the little ones that were, were bugs were cute. I just they're a little. And we'll see it crawling on the floor around me. But, yeah. no, that's awesome. And kids love to be able to take home what they do. They so, that's really cool of you to be so able to So, we've got a couple of other things
0: that. with that as well. Um, we will have uh, one of my guests uh, does a lot with meteorites. Mm. So, she's going to bring her collection to be looked at, and then I will have an actual meteorite that landed on Earth about 5,000 years ago that all the kids will be able to touch. It's a small one, but it's a metal. Uh, That's okay. It's 5,000 years old, and you get to touch it. (laughs) And we don't know where it's from, but it's not from here. (laughs)
1: Right. And I think what'll be great is that there will be some child in that group that will look at their adult-like person and say, 5,000 years ago, like, were you around then? Yeah. And, we all, and we all will feel this gut-wrenching, oh, oh, I'm not that old. So I'm not quite that old, yet. Yeah. I'm not we're, that
0: old yet, yeah. We're also going to have um, a, a thing that we've talked about before. A lot of kids want to get into doing something related to space or whatever. But, mm-hmm. you know, at this age, they don't know what they can do. So there's a lot of stuff called citizen science. And there are things that you can do through your computer, and Mm -hmm. kids can do it. You know, they've got all these different types of ones. So we'll be talking a little bit about that. Mm -hmm. And then next to that, we'll be doing printouts so that kids can have their name printed in galaxies. Oh, wow. (laughs) They've got all these images of of interacting galaxies that look like letters of the alphabet. (gasps) And you can actually just... Sort of type in, and you know, it's like, "Hi, this is your name in the galaxy letters."
1: <laughs> so, my name is spelled L E I G H. So, when are you planning on doing these? Uh, are they? I know they're at different times, so we'll look on the app for them. But just kind of an idea.
0: Kids workshop is scheduled for uh, Saturday at one o'clock. Awesome. And the, the, this, basically, that's a two hour going to be two hour thing as well. The second mm. hour. We are taking all of the kids outside to where the space telescopes are, and uh, we have a, a one of our guests has a rocket in a briefcase. That- okay, that sounds dangerous, <laughs> but also really, really cool. So that I'm will sorry. be outside
1: yeah. <laughs> a rocket in a. Yeah, it sounds terrifying, but also sounds really cool. And I, I really want to encourage parents. If you're listening to this and you're talking about kids, there are a lot of things I love at Dragon Con that. Watching kids see Dragon Con is... I've gone through it with my own son. I've seen it through other kids and friends. And then just kids, I'm walking around going, oh, that is... They're awesome. Mm -hmm. Seeing one of those kids, like when they see their favorite character in a costume, because they don't know that they're 27 Spider-Man. That's (laughs) Spider-Man right there. Uh, Seeing them in the parade where there's that legion uh, of uh, stormtroopers and the kids are ecstatic. I mean, their little heads are just... Up and over. They're exploding. really, but then I've also seen it when you take a kid to something science and especially this telescope. We took our son to it um, at some point, not at Dragon Con, but well, maybe it was at Dragon Con to watch their face when they're like, Wait, I can look at a telescope when it's light out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Their face, you got to tell. I mean, you say it too because you're there.
0: Yeah, I and mean, when, you, when you look at you know, obviously you don't look at the sun directly because no. that will ruin your eyes. So you no, look at yeah. it through different filters and different filters show you different things that are happening at the sun. So, you, yeah. you know, one filter will show you like all the sunspots,
1: oh. you know, and
0: they're just basically moving across the, you know, the, the face yeah. of the sun. And another one will show you prominences that you can see sort of you got the disk of the sun and then there's sort of these strange things that are like you know, weird arms that are coming off the sides of it.
1: Yeah. Those are those things that, you know, it used to be like the sun and you would draw the little spikies around it. Yeah. Those are the spikies, but they're yeah. nice and flowy looking. They're like waves and that's cool.
0: And, and they are massively huge. They don't look like it when we look at them, but they are massively huge. Some of them are, well, they, they're, they are attached magnetically. Um Oh. To through I know it sounds really weird, but they're they are. It's a little <laughs> like electromagnetism. and are attached to the yeah. sun that way. But they do these giant loops a lot of times, and sometimes those loops are so large coming off the sun, you could fit the mm-hmm. whole Earth right through them.
1: That's just <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the other thing too. When you uh, I've done, you've seen that when they do them, not completely to scale, but like this is the sun. If the sun's an orange. We yeah. are this little tiny BB right here yeah.
0: <laughs> that's oh. true
1: <laughs> so yeah kids love it and this is great the hands-on science the, yes like
0: yes and involved. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put in a plug here because um, I, I am because unfortunately you're not gonna be able to talk to Stephen with science track this year right. yeah science track also does they do their um, I think it's called the science power hour
1: yes the, I think they do i think that and is i think that's on out.
0: sunday so ours is on saturday and i think theirs is on sunday so parents out there if you've got kids you got a bunch of things you can do with them besides the you know the sort of the kids tracks they're both space and science oh, are yeah. very involved
1: very involved with kids and you're both very near each other so let's
0: you're yeah, in, and we're across that, the hall from each other yeah
1: you're in the hilton <laughs> yes and if you walk the skybridge from the marriott to the hilton you come right out on their level and you turn to the left
0: you do and And you go
1: down the next hall you see
0: yeah big 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 news for me oh yeah um they have added an extra room to space track this year excellent so you got like longer or bigger yeah longer i have uh, now 212 213 which i've always had and Mm -hmm. the empty room behind us was 214 they you know we used on occasion. Some people Mm -hmm. did and nobody is using it. So they said, space track, open it up. It's yours. There you go. That's (laughs) awesome.
1: Well, you guys do get SRO standing room only. So this is good. Yeah. And most of your kids stuff is in the track, except of course, as you said, going to the telescope. So no, the,
0: the the workshop, the workshop is in uh, upstairs on the third floor. Oh, okay. Yeah. It'll be the app. Watch the app, but yeah. yeah, it's, it's a separate thing. So, um, We, we you know, if you don't have kids and you still want to do space track, you can. Mm -hmm. And if you do have kids and you need to have them something fun to do, you take them upstairs.
1: That's good. And again, Rain, just L-E-I-G-H for that constellation thing, if I can get over (laughs) that. That is really
0: cool. I love that idea.
1: Now. I'll send one to you. Oh, that would be awesome. So. You also do stuff which I think is great because you really talk about like really really sciencey things. And I'm gonna say it, and I I hope I say it right, which is Ligo Ligo Virgo. Let me correct that. Oh goody, yay! Ligo
0: Ligo Virgo.
1: Ligo Ligo. Okay, I should have. Yeah, all right. But it's it's L I G O, right? That's yes. You, yeah. So Ligo Ligo Virgo. And what in the world is this?
0: <laughs> well. Um, The LIGOs are, um, uh, it's strange, it's a strange way of saying this, it is a massively huge instrument. (laughs) It actually, (laughs) they're underground, they're really, really huge, and they detect gravitational waves, um, which is something that has been you know, they were they were predicted. Uh people said they should be out there, and it took over a hundred well, ninety-nine years, let's be frank. It took ninety nine years after they were predicted to actually detect the first one. And oh, wow. the, okay. the first LIGO uh is in the US and then Virgo is in Italy, and then they've added another LIGO in the US. And now that there are three of them, it, i I mm-hmm. mean in in the first three years that we, since we first detected the first one Um, in those three years, they detected six. Cool thing is some of them are black hole mergers and we even detected a, um, a neutron star merger, which was just massively, massively huge. We actually told people about it unofficially, although we talked about it in three different panels a couple of years ago, and then they made the big announcement. I was very proud of that. Um, but this year, all three are online together, and that happened in February. They went online, and since February, they've already made six detections. Really? <laughs> really. So it's really, really cool. Okay, I know you got to be geeky like me to refine this stuff really cool. And
1: I, I, it's okay. That's good. I actually find it really cool. I don't always understand it. I was a sociology. There's a reason I didn't become an astronaut. Yeah. And that had to do with all that biology and chemistry. And I was like, I right. the science, the math right. was fine. It was the biology and the chemistry. And I went, Oh, yeah, no.
0: Okay. So, so think of it this okay. way. Think of yes. it this way. Suppose you know, when they talk about space and they talk about time mm-hmm. it, and and gravity, and, you know, there are these different types of of things that are essential to how the universe works. And um when you have massive, huge gravitational objects and they come together in some way, you know, whether it's the black hole mergers or the neutron star mergers or whatever, the mass of gravity is just so, it's it's incomprehensibly huge. So when they actually come together, they literally shake space and time. Right. And okay. those are what's known as gravitational waves.
1: That is very cool. But you're also talking about ways for energy, too. I know this, but I don't know how. So. <laughs> what are you doing about energy? Yeah, story okay. energy.
0: Well, this is going to be really cool. You can come to um, DragonCon space track on Friday morning and attend a panel that is called Orcs and Yetis on the Moon. And for all of you um.
1: we're Lord not the talking. And, yeah. You know,
0: no, not at all. Oh. This has to do with a new way to store thermal energy. One of the big things about going into space, uh, you know, landing on on Mars or landing on the moon, it's cold. It's really, really cold. <laughs> and you need to have a way to, you know, keep your electricity going. You, you can, a lot of these can be solar powered, but literally solar power only works for so long. It's, it's historically not been able to be stored very well. And I have some people coming in with um, talking about a project that they're working on that NASA is very interested in. That is a new way to store solar energy. So thermal underground uh, storage. And it's just, it's a really cool topic. It's Mm -hmm. something that um, I know people have been working on for many, many years in different ways, just trying to find good ways to do this. So that's what we're going to talk about, right. the orcs and well, the yetis on the moon.
1: The orcs and yetis. I love it. Uh, <laughs> what's really funny, I love the names. I do. Um, and I, you know, we all make the joke, but we have heard people say we don't need solar. Solar energy doesn't work because what happens at night? Let's yep. just let that go. Just yep. the science is it's just kind of like the wind, the wind turbines. Just just kind of breathe in, breathe out, breathe out help explain and then just now you can even say and guess what these are where we're storing them which mm-hmm. is even yeah go and go and do this cuz this will make this will make your thanksgiving conversations that you're maybe dreading really cool
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's one very good way to look at it you will sound so intelligent when you talk to your you family You will. And it's so, and it's neat stuff. I,
1: you know, it's really neat stuff. No, I'm not joking. Usually at our Thanksgiving, somehow we start talking about physics. Oh, cool. Yeah. My grandfather, my husband, my son, a couple of the other friends that we have. So we start talking science too. So it's great. It's wonderful. You can learn something. So that is really cool. Now we're getting to the end here, but let's talk about charity. So, as we know, it's the um, Atlanta affiliate of the American Heart Association that is the Mm -hmm. charity this year. Mm -hmm. And I think you're doing something really cool to be auctioned off.
0: Uh, Yes. And, you know, we've we've always tried to be as involved as we can. We have, you know, you can always donate your pennies into the little Mm -hmm. uh, buckets that are in the room. And I have, I do um, what we call challenge coins. I've Excellent. been doing them for, um, boy, it's almost six years now. Wow. So I've got a, a whole bunch of different ones and I always do something Ooh. that is, is relevant to whatever, um, talks or whatever's going on that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this year I'm going to have one that is, uh, related to the 50th anniversary of the landing on the moon. Oh, so yeah, yeah I know. So you yeah. can, you can, you can buy one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all of the money that goes to that goes to the charity, but in the auction itself, Mm -hmm. I have a NASA backpack (gasps) and I'm stuffing it with space books for little ones, for big ones, for, you know, just kind of picture, beautiful picture type things, just all sorts of, of space books. Space books. Space books. That is
1: awesome. (laughs) I've done NASA backpack. That sounds even more awesome (laughs) because school, school has already started in most of Atlanta, but Oh, that, that yeah. actually would never go to a kid. If I had a NASA backpack, it <laughs> would. And I love my son, and I love my nieces, and my nephews. <laughs> and no. But the books would. I'd share the books. The books are important, because then you can get them yes. interested, and you can get them in STEAM, which they've now added art to that. So it's science, technology, S-T-E. Art. What's the E?
0: Science? No,
1: Oh, e, is is e,
0: is, e is engineering, Science. A is art, and then M is mathematics. Engineering,
1: A is yeah. art, mathematics. There we go. Engineering, art, ma- ma- mathematics. Because you've got some beautiful books that have gorgeous pictures, and then you also have books that are explaining mm-hmm. stuff, and that's really cool. So, and awesome. there are there are a whole
0: thing of new well, books available to ooh. little 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 ooh. ones. They're they're I mean for babies ooh. and for toddlers. They take all of these scientific concepts. And they break them down Mm -hmm. to the most basic thing you can think of. You can get astrophysics for babies. You can get gravities for toddlers. Uh, You can get I want to be an astronaut, you know, for for a two-year-old, whatever. They're just, they are fabulous. And it's a great way to introduce children, you know, really, really young to these Mm -hmm. scientific concepts when it it doesn't strike them that it's supposed to be hard. You know, it's just this basic okay, now, concept there. And then when they actually get it in college in, in, or in school later, it's like, wait a minute. I remember that. I remember I, I thought about that when I was four.
1: <laughs> OK, so I just went to Amazon as you were speaking. And uh, the Baby Universe 4 book set is 27. Now, I am not saying to get it on Amazon. Please, get it, it at Noble. Nobles, Please get it at Barnes & Noble.
0: Please get it at Barnes & Noble. Please get it at Barnes & Noble. Okay. Because so, I Barnes work at, I Noble's work good. at Barnes and Noble. I'm a manager at March. Okay, yeah,
1: Barnes and Noble. <laughs> if you don't have a Barnes and Noble, you, there are always small bookshops and things like that. Yes. But the this the, all you have to do is put in Baby University or Astrophysics for Babies, which is as soon as I got Astro Phi, it's it came it, it up came like up. the fourth or fifth in Amazon. So these look awesome board books. And there are like four and different I'm,
0: publishers that do them now.
1: Yeah. So, you got robotics for babies. Oh, you also have the little feminist board set, too. Yes. But mini masters, uh, nuclear physics, ABCs of space, statistical physics. I feel... (laughs) I'm sorry. I now feel really, really doofusy because I want to read it. Uh, Quantum entanglement for babies. Mm -hmm. Okay, I need that one. Um, (laughs) Yeah, we'll just put that in my box. Uh, So, yeah, there you go. So, that's awesome. And that there are... It's good to get first of all reading to kids at all helps at any time start oh, so reading much. to them it's so important so but much. also it's always fun to find something and go hey guess what we're going to talk about something today new mm-hmm. that gets their little brains and they love their little brains are kind of a little scary because they they're grabbing stuff like you know double the next month and then Quadruple, I mean, it's
0: just, <laughs> yeah, it's
1: it's amazing. So that well, is think really about cool. it. I mean,
0: stuff that you know, the the stuff that we learned in high school, mm-hmm. they're learning in like middle school or oh, grade school. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, my son in his last year of uh, high school took was uh, mathematical. It was uh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was basically mathematical theories, and mm-hmm. he took the whole thing and it was and I was like so what do you do and he goes well we take proofs and we prove them right and I went Mm -hmm. okay he's like yeah it's really cool because you get to look at this and that and the other I'm like you like it that's great I am (laughs) I support you in this this is awesome yeah I loved it when he was in history so I was like Mm -hmm. oh let's talk about that history and you're talking about the 50 Fiftieth year for 50th. Apollo eleven. It
0: just just passed. Um it was yeah. really, really cool. I I spent most of the entire day there was a website that was replaying mm-hmm. all of the audio from mm. by the time that they um the Lem They were getting ready in, in, uh, the command module to get into the LEM, to go down, you know, that whole thing of, oh my God, there are rocks underneath us, so we gotta keep going, and oh, Mm -hmm. they're gonna run out of energy, you know, they're gonna run out of, uh, fuel, um, their time on the moon, you know, when, when Armstrong, uh, first got out, and then Mm -hmm. like 15, 20 minutes later, Aldrin comes out. I mean, all of it, and you're not only hearing them, you're hearing, the control room down in Johnson yeah. and what they were talking about—you know, all the different things going back and forth—it was just so cool. I mean, I listened to it for like twelve hours. Oh, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> but then that's, what, I, that's as much of a geek as I am. No, that's good.
1: I mean, CNN did a great special on it. It's still yes, it on their did. website. Yes, you got that. History has done a lot of things on it. Science Channel, the Science Channel it, as well. Amazing. Smithsonian I, Channel did some good things as well oh, uh, too. Good yeah, dinner. Okay. Yes, I have that channel. So, yes, I'll go look. There is also a NASA channel on my yes. TV. And, yeah, they did it, too. So it was awesome. But that is really, if you start thinking about that, what that meant at that time is,
0: it is it is an amazing achievement. It is the most historic and significant achievement that humankind has ever done. Mm-hmm we left our own world yep and walked on another i mean you know in in earlier times you know it was leaving one continent and going over the was, water right. where you didn't know if you were going to run into another piece of land or not it's right. comparable to that but you know it's it's just bigger <laughs> well <laughs> i think you can think about it it's it just is bigger, bigger. Yeah.
1: well it's also it's also you've got to think too because, as some people have said, basically the computing power that we have in the smartphone I'm holding in my hand is what they were using no. for all
0: of it. No, no, Wait, even less. Think, oh think think back to the first time mm-hmm. you had a, a not even a smartwatch, uh-huh. you know, a watch that was capable of doing something more than just spinning time. Yeah, that's that, what we're talking about. Yes, because they went to the moon with, you know, like 640 megabytes or something like that and and everything. I mean, it was, and actually it was was less than that even. It it was astonishing. Absolutely astonishing.
1: It's amazing. And all the people they had, you know, we see mission control, but there are also a whole building of people behind mission control. And there were buildings
0: and buildings and buildings of other things. You had all of the contractors all, Mm -hmm. you know, all over the United States and even some overseas. And you had the people, you know, just running the offices, even the janitors, you know, Mm -hmm. none of these things could have happened without many, many thousands Um, um, of people.
1: Yeah. It's just amazing. And so, I just, hats off. There are so many wonderful movies and things of that nature to watch. Um, you know, Hidden Figures came out recently. Yes. Uh, I did love the Tom Hanks did a mini series on the astronauts and what it took. Yes. Amazing. Yes. So it's
0: awesome. So. It truly, oh, yes. you know, you're, I, I am never going to, to say that there is anything that is not amazing about space. No. I mean, it's frightening sometimes. Some of it mm-hmm. is, is, you know, it can kill us in an instant. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's just astonishing. And it is the biggest thing that people, most people don't think about these, this, in this day and age, um, mm-hmm. especially in this day and age, are the things that you use every single day. That you think you could not do without, that you would not have if we did not have the space program, that's very true. And I'll give you one: your cell phones, your GPSs, your everything.
1: (laughs) We can even get easier because if anybody has had a child and you've had to put shoes on a little tiny toddler, you know those ones that come with Velcro.
0: That's because of space. Yep, that's because we had to go to the moon. The hand, the hand tools that you know that that don't plug in. Yeah, those as well. Mm hmm. So think about yeah. it, folks. It's amazing. You can go, you can even find websites that will tell you all of the different things. There's just tons of it.
1: Tons of it. Now, the other thing I want to ask, okay, before, because we don't have a game, John's not here. I don't have to play a game. I'm so excited. Okay. So I'm going to ask you a fun question as our last one to wrap up. So let's just pretend somehow that there's a time turner or there is this little you can do it so you can be in two places at once, whatever you want to call it and you get to go and do something fun at DragonCon for you whether it's a panel whatever <laughs> what would you do if you just had 2 hours to just be rain walking around DragonCon?
0: oh my gosh this is this is so hard cuz i've never done anything outside of space track ever oh, <laughs> in 17 yeah, years i've never done anything outside of space track okay okay
1: the a volunteers of years back the volunteers in space kick her out of the room 2 <laughs> hours tried. Find find two hours, kick her out. If you need backup, we got other track directors. X at dragoncon.org. That's <laughs> Lee. We will find other people. Get her out of there because there's a lot of stuff going on. It's not just it's not just in the Hilton. Remember that. There's all I these know. hotels.
0: Well, two years that, ago, uh-huh. Peter Weller was was coming to Dragon Con. Robocop. Peter Weller was an actor. Yeah, Robocop mm-hmm. and, and he the star of one of my all-time favorite movies, Buckaroo Banzai and Adventures Across the Eighth Dimension. Uh, <laughs> you've never seen it. It's wild. You need to go see it. It is. every so, Yes. I, it, that's and it's John the most Lucha. amazing cast you've ever seen because these people were unknown for yeah. the most part when they were doing this and they are now, everybody knows them. Okay. So Jeff a couple Goldblum of, in yes. a cowboy outfit. That's yes. Yes. Oh my goodness. Oh God. Yes. <laughs>
1: that's all you need to know to go see this. It's on either Netflix or something
0: else. Cause it's, it, it's always mind. out there. Yes. So anyway, He was when when they put the original schedule together, he was going to be doing an hour-long talk by himself. And for the first time ever, I said, Okay, I took my schedule and I made it so that there was something going on in space track that I knew nobody would hate me if I wasn't there for.
1: Good. Okay. That's all. And I I was going
0: to go see this because I had a question I had to ask him. You've seen the movie, I take it. I have seen, oh, I have seen that movie a lot. I actually okay.
1: adore that movie just like you, yes.
0: So you know Perfect Tommy? Yes. So in the scene where they're at the jail mm-hmm. and they need to get Pretty, pity, uh, pretty Penny, penny pretty, penny pretty out of jail, yes. Yes. Buckaroo looks at, at, at Perfect Tommy and he says, Perfect Tommy, give her your jacket. And Perfect Tommy goes, why do I have to give her my jacket? And Buckaroo looks at Tommy and he says, because you're perfect. And he stops. And every time I see that scene, I when he says that, I yell Tommy right after that. It drives me nuts that they don't say, because you're perfect, Tommy. Tommy. So I wanted to ask Peter Weller if they had ever discussed changing that. And also, how come perfect Tommy in the end, scene, in the end credits where they're all walking? Mm-hmm. How come he's the only one who changes his outfit?
1: Well, because he's perfect.
0: Because he's perfect. And the first time he's out and his part of his chest is going, and yes, perfect Tommy is gorgeous. So, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, and but, you will – we can't explain this movie. It, it <laughs> is beyond – bonsai is a good term for it,
0: but it's wonderful. And it's, what is so cool about it movie. is that you can watch it over and over and over again mm-hmm. and see something different every time. The first couple of times you watch it for what's going on in front of you, and then you start watching what's going on behind you. And mm-hmm. it is just out there.
1: It's it's amazing. And what you'll also see is, I, and again, I cannot say this enough. Jeff Goldblum, cowboy outfit.
0: <laughs> complete, full, Com- everything. Complete. Cowboy hat, the, 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 the fringe off of the, the... Head to toesies. In white. To in, in white. white.
1: <laughs> oh, gosh. And it doesn't get dirty.
0: No, there it way. never does.
1: All right. Well, we can't get you backwards for Peter Weller. Hopefully, he will come to Dragon Con again. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, we're gonna figure this out at one point. So
0: yeah, the other thing I would do is is try yes. and go see Mercedes Lackey because I've always loved her books. But yes. she's always doing things with other people as well. I don't want to see all the others mm-hmm. I, I, when I talk I, when I'm there. I want to see this one person and talk and be able to ask them something. So, but yeah, yeah. But, yeah.
1: that you, <laughs> know, you can still even if they're on a panel with other people, usually you can ask just one. I promise.
0: Yeah, I but promise. then there's usually a longer line of people because more people are trying to see six different people yeah. rather than just people trying to go see one.
1: All right, that is
0: true. I will
1: give you that point. <laughs> I will give you that point. But, okay, so now we're going to – where uh, where can
0: people find you physically at DragonCon? I am in the Hilton on the second floor. Come across the little hamster bridge. Immediately <laughs> go to your left. And you go down that hallway. On that hallway is EFF, Electronic Frontiers Track. Mm-hmm. They have the first rooms on the left-hand side. If you go all the way down to the end of the hallway, on the left-hand side uh, at the end is Science mm-hmm. Track. But on the left, on the right-hand side in rooms 212, 213, and now 214 Woo-hoo! is Space Track. There you go. And, and we sorry, hope we- you all come see us. And if you want to go see the solar te- solar telescopes, they are on the third floor outside in Hilton.
1: Yeah. And now also where do they find you on the interwebs like um, Facebook or wherever else?
0: Well, it's kind of fine, kind of hard right now because oh, okay. of course, you know, yeah, we no, because DragonCon just did their upgrade of the yeah. whole, yeah. But if you okay. go to Facebook,
1: mm-hmm. space,
0: uh, Dragon DragonCon Space Track at um, Facebook, we have, oh my goodness, I've had over 50 people join the site just in the past month. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of our guests we'll put things on there we update you know new things that are happening in the space world uh, all the you know time and you never quite know who might come in and answer you and and you know put a like on your thing we, like i said some of my guests do that all the time so it, it, that's where you can find us all
1: and i just want to say i put into my little facebook thing dragon con space track and it popped it right up and i'm already following you so yes.
0: <laughs> thank you so I was much like, oh
1: please let me be following. <laughs> i am yes <laughs> So, uh, everybody, that's where we we'll find them. And, Rain, thank you so much for being on. Well, Lee, thank you for you.
0: doing this. You all do this every single year, and it's so much fun. And, oh, and it's me. such a great way for everybody to find out more things about Dragon Con that they never knew.
1: You, you get to know how the sausage is made. And in Dragon Con's case, you, it's neat how to do it. Yes. In, in real sausage, don't. But no. at Dragon Con, you want to know that. Because the behind-the-scenes <laughs> stuff is awesome. And it is Amazing. Amazing it is, and they have wonderful people
0: like you know, like you, who go out of their oh. way and don't just do their own track stuff, but mm-hmm. you do more things and add more to it, so it's even better.
1: Well, thank you, and guys, always remember, thank a volunteer; they're there yes. so you can have fun. And the space volunteers, kick her out for two hours, man. Make her go <laughs> see somebody. I make her walk, walk with her, like hold her hand to the art show or whatever. All feelers room that has stuff to buy. <laughs> Come on. All right. So awesome. I just want to thank you for being on and we're going to close and out. Thank of this. you. So for John, who is not here for rain, who is, this is Lee saying peace and bye. Bye.
0: This has been a production of the unique geek to leave a comment or suggestion. Call us at eight one three three two one zero T U G or email us at the at Follow the Geeks on Twitter at SignTheUniqueGeek. This podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons share-alike non-commercial license.